Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this great King, our Savior, Messiah, Jesus. He's coming in the clouds for His people any moment now. And we see this. The Bible is very clear about Bible prophecy. The Bible is very clear about prophetic scenarios. The Bible is very clear that Bible prophecy is a great tool to reach people for the Messiah, Jesus. Let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for for your word. Thank you for your way of reaching people with your gospel. Oh, that we might use wisdom and use your way, not our own way. May we go your way, not our own way. Bless all of our listeners today, Father, as we watch, therefore. We ask this in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Dove Schwartz here, host of Watch Therefore, and I have a special program for all of our listeners all over the world today. And, you know, um, many are, I believe, missing one of the greatest tools in the history of humanity that we have available, unlike really any other generation in history, tools to reach people with the gospel of Messiah Jesus, tools to bring people from darkness to light, from death to life. And uh, I'm going to read a passage from Isaiah chapter 26. Verses 9 and 10, the prophet writes, With my soul I have desired you in the night. When he speaks of you, he's speaking of the Lord our God. Yes, by my spirit within me I will seek you early. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Wow. Wow. What a passage. What a passage. It goes on in verse 10 to say, Let grace be shown to the wicked. Yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness he will deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord. Such a power-packed passage uh, in the prophet Isaiah. And uh, listen, uh, let let me give an example of how this is so useful. There was a wicked king named Manasseh. A wicked king named Manasseh. And, and he was the most vile, wretched of all the kings before him. Uh, he set up idols in the temple. He, he, he spread idolatry all across Israel in his day. Uh, and, and, and his wickedness stunk, as the term goes, to high heaven to a point where the Lord shook Manasseh up real good. And he brought the Babylonians in. Uh, that humiliated Manasseh and took him into slavery. You know what Manasseh did? Manasseh repented of his idolatry, of his extreme wickedness, of his stumbling so many others in Israel. He repented and came to the Lord. You see, with, with the Lord's judgments, he's doing a couple of things. One, he is giving the wicked an opportunity to receive his grace and mercy. Yet, Many of the wicked will reject him still. What will they get? Wrath. They will get God's wrath and and, and eternal judgments. But there are many who will repent. 
and, and who will get shook, shook up like Manasseh did. And that's, that's my own personal testimony. I was also an idolater and, and, and a horribly uh, uh, dark person, but, but Jesus saved me. I was a wretched sinner, yes, uh, and, but Jesus the Lord saved me. Now, now, how does this pertain to what I said earlier with regard to this being a tool, an opportunity like few in humanity have ever seen? Well, in this generation... We are ever so much closer to prophetic scenarios and events being fulfilled that literally shake the whole earth and burn it with fire. The earth is going to be burned with fire. Um, Listen, when you look at Sodom and Gomorrah and then you see its fiery judgment, know this, that homosexuality and fire go hand in hand. Uh, you see that also in the book of Jude. Well, the whole world, there's this homosexuality movement sweeping the world. That's one thing. There's also the sin of murdering 60 million babies every year. Oh my goodness, it's horrible to even think about. And then uh, in the world, the nations of the world are, are collaborating to come against Israel to destroy Israel and push Jerusalem to be given to the followers of an antichrist spirit. Uh, so, so think of this. What the Lord is doing now which will increase is he's drawing a distinction between righteousness and unrighteousness. And he's pouring out his judgments on unrighteousness. And, uh, and he puts before people life and death. And often it's his judgments that force people into position to make that decision like now. Yeah. And so let's look in verse nine at this distinction. You have the one, who in his bed desires righteousness and a, and a fellowship, a relationship, and a real life with the creator of the universe, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And, and it says that here in verse 9. With my soul I have desired you in the night. And, and then in the morning, yes, by my spirit within me I will seek you early. So he speaks of, of going to bed and, and even dreaming and thinking about the Lord in the night, you see only one who walks in righteousness would do that. Only the one who's been righteous. Now, in Isaiah's case, he writes about the righteousness that only comes from the coming Messiah, Messiah Jesus. Isaiah writes about him frequently. In the servant songs, for example, Isaiah 42, 49, and then in the 50s, and, and the, the crown jewel of the servant songs, Isaiah, uh, culminating in Isaiah 53. Uh, and, and so he says with his soul, he desires him in the light. It, it reminds me of the passage Messiah Jesus spoke of. You know, we look back to what Messiah had Jesus has done on the cross and rising from the dead. Isaiah looked forward to that, that person, Messiah Jesus, in that time. Uh, and, and Messiah Jesus said, blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness. They shall be filled. See, there's that desire for righteousness that only comes from the Holy One, the the Messiah, Jesus, Christ Jesus, God the Son, the Son of God. And, and so he says, with my soul I've desired you in the night. And look at this. Yes, by my spirit within me, I will seek you early. Oh, you see, his inward parts, as the Bible might say, his inward parts are are, are bent towards seeking the Lord. Yes, Messiah Jesus says, Seek, he says, knock and you shall find. Yes, seek, actually, 
He says, seek and you shall find, excuse me, knock and the door shall be opened to you. I'll get this straight. Seek and you shall find, knock and the door shall be uh, opened to you. So he says, yes, by my spirit within me, I will seek you early. This is the heart of a true follower of Messiah Jesus. He goes to bed and through the night, Messiah Jesus is on his heart. He wakes up thinking about our Lord Jesus. Does this describe your life? Does this describe your life? Yes? Uh, By grace and mercy of the Lord and his goodness towards me, I have experienced, I've tasted and seen that the Lord is good. And because of this, this is the testimony of my life generally. I generally go to bed thinking about the Lord and I wake up thinking about the Lord. I I, I seek him in prayer early, uh, the first thing when I get up. And, and, And I personally have a discipline in my life not to let myself eat, uh, you know, in 365 days a year, probably 355 of those I don't eat before I uh, first seek the Lord in prayer and in his word. Why? Because that's just what I want. Is that a religious ritual that I have to do to somehow be righteous? No. Only faith in Messiah Jesus can say, make someone righteous. That's what I want. My wanter got fixed. I like to say it that way. I, I learned that in Texas from some of those, uh, the southern part of America, uh, Texan believers in Jesus. They say, my wanter got fixed. I didn't used to want righteousness. I didn't used to want following, to follow Messiah Jesus. But my wanter, my want to got fixed. Why do I seek the Lord early in the morning? Because I want to. My want to got fixed. Yeah, so so there's the there's the beginning. Now we're going to look at, at at the distinction of of those who haven't learned righteousness and a great tool that the Lord puts in our hands to partner with what the Lord is doing in the earth today to bring people to righteousness and more importantly the righteous one who gives righteousness. But first, I want to take a little break and share with you. This week, what we're doing is we're kind of focusing on one of our ministries here in Israel, and it's the Israel Protection Dog Program. We have this incredible work. You can go to watchtherefore.tv and look at the Israel Protection Dog Program. Oh, there's there's uh, many places in Israel where they are living on the front lines, the edge of the borders of Israel, uh, the, the world calls it the West Bank. Your Bible calls it Judea and Samaria. Uh, and, and so uh, that, those are a couple of the areas. And they live on the front lines where heavy, uh, uh, fierce Muslim uh, uh, angst and anger and hatred towards the Jewish people exists. And, and there's knife attacks. And just recently, little Hillel, um, American Israeli girl, was sleeping in her bed, 13 years old. Uh, the terrorists jumped the fence, ran into their house, and stabbed her to death. Well, if she had one of these dogs, she'd have a much better chance. Let me put it this way, because you know, the Lord gives life and takes away. So all I can say is this. All I can say is this. And, of course, he holds everyone accountable for their actions, too. Don't, don't get me wrong there. Uh, but let's put it like this. I have a protection dog. And if a little 17-year-old boy with a knife came in to try to hurt our family, like they did, like did with Hillel there, um, that boy would have come to the wrong house. Why? Because I have a protection dog. I have a protection dog. And so what we're wanting to do is show the love of Messiah Jesus and provide these protection dogs. Uh, we, we are working with special trainers here in Israel. We want to provide these dogs for as many 
villages as we can and for as many people as we can, as the Lord would lead. So that we have people already giving to this program. It's a very special program. Give to the Israeli Protection Dog Program. You can do so by going to watchtherefore.tv. Also, you can go to Blessing Israeli Believers to find out more about the believers here in the land. Go to blessingisraelibelievers.com to do that. And, uh, and really, this is a great practical way. We're telling these precious souls here in Israel, we're giving these funds to you uh, on behalf of American Zionist Christians, uh, uh, believers in Jesus in the nations, primarily in America. Now, if you're in another country, uh, what we'll do is we'll tell them we even have people giving from wherever you are. You might be in Belarus or you might be in Spain or you might be wherever you are in the world. We'll say we even have believers in this country donating to, to because they love you. They, they believe Jesus is the Messiah, and they love you, and they want to bless you, and they believe God's put you on this land. And so, there you go. The, the Israel Protection Dog Program at watchtherefore.tv. TV, excuse me, watchtherefore.tv. Having said that, now back to our program. We're in Isaiah 26, and we're primarily looking at verse 9, where it says, With my soul I have desired you in the night. Yes, by my spirit within me. I will seek you early. This is the one who really follows after Jesus, the Lord. And what's the revelation that comes from doing that? Here it is. For when your judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. You see, that's my story. I was walking in sin. I loved sin. I embraced sin. Uh, the things the world calls fun and exciting and, and, and is just sin and darkness and, and hellish. I was walking in those ways. And 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 then uh, I, w- I was able to see by revelation what the Lord's doing in the earth today. And I remember my little uh, Jewish mother telling me, when you see these things in the earth, this means Messiah is coming and he will return in your lifetime. My little mother, little Jewish mother told me. So so here's the thing. I was an adult now, decades later. And and so what was I going to do? I saw these things taking place. And I remember what my mother told me. And you know something? The Lord used her proclamation to save my life eternally. How's that? Begin to realize Jesus, the Lord's coming back to judge the world in righteousness. And I am very unrighteous. Now, I didn't know those words. I didn't know the Bible at that time. I just knew I'm in big trouble with God. What am I going to do? That's what I understood. Why? Because his judgments are in the earth. You know, those things that are a lot of American Christian pastors are saying, oh, the Lord would never do that, and he would never do that, and he would never do that. Those are exactly the things the Lord is doing. Oh, the Lord would never cause hurricanes. The Lord would never cause tornado swarms that are like never before. Uh, Historical record-breaking. Even on the news today, you're seeing things like biblical floods, biblical hurricanes, biblical weather, biblical earthquakes. And then there's the violence on the earth today and the ethnic strife and the diseases off the charts threatening the population centers of the earth. Uh, You see, this is the Lord judging. Give me some Bible for that, you might say. Well, sure. Uh, My Jesus still controls the wind and the waves. How about yours? How about yours? Uh, My Messiah, it says in Isaiah, brings calamity on the earth. That's that's Isaiah says that. Yes, the same Isaiah who wrote these verses in 26, 8 through 10. In Amos, the prophet Amos, it speaks of when there's a uh, when there's a trumpet in the city and there's calamity in the city, will not the Lord be the one who has done it? 
Uh, the Lord brought the calamity and trouble upon Job for beneficial purpose. We see that in Job 42.11. Yes, and I could go on and on and on. And you might say, well, some of that's the Old Testament. Well, some of it's the New Testament. And, and so look through the New Testament also. You ever read the book of Revelation? Hello? And, and, and so we see, and also First Thessalonians 5 speaks of the, of the judgments leading up to the time of the day of the Lord. And that's what we're living in. We're watching that right now. So what am I telling you? I'm telling you that our responsibility when we see trouble coming like this, the judgments of the Lord for wickedness and sin on the earth, we are to be, these sound like foreign terms, don't they? As you hear me talking about these things, these sound like strange foreign words, judgments and wickedness and, and, and the Lord's coming. You know why? Because so many churches aren't talking about it today. Never mind the big pink elephant in the room of the prophetic word being fulfilled right in front of our very eyes. No, never mind that. No, listen, the lost know, people who don't know Jesus, trouble is here, and they don't know what it is, and we who say we know the Bible and believe it are supposed to be warning them. Hello? And we're supposed to be telling them. Jesus Christ is coming back to judge the world in righteousness, and you'll go to hell. Listen, hell's a real place. We're supposed to be warning people. That's where they're going. What kind of liars are we? What kind of false compassion do we say we present when we say we present the love of Jesus, when we withhold the truth of the, of the eternal torment that is burning under the ground of people's feet right now? Come on. No, we're supposed to be warning people. Warning people. How can we walk around people every day while all of these biblical prophetic scriptures are, are flying off the pages onto our television screens and in, in the news services? And all around us we see the, 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 the trouble as the Lord is shaking the earth. And we're supposed to just not say anything about it? That is a lie of omission. It's a lie. We're lying. By not warning people. Now his judgments are in the earth. And here's what he'll do. If you will do this. And I do this. And I watch what I'm telling you. I do this. And I see people. I see the wheels turning behind their eyes. And they start thinking wow. And I know what that feels like. Because I did it too. I did it too. I thought, wow I'm in big trouble. What am I going to do? Right. And they start seeking after righteousness. The inhabitants of the. When the your judgments are in the earth. The inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. Isn't that why we're here to be a witness of the righteous one, Jesus Christ? He said, you shall be witnesses unto me. Well, he's shaking the earth right now. Shouldn't we be telling people, here's what the Lord Jesus is doing? And if you don't receive him, you're going to be in big trouble. He's coming back to judge the earth in righteousness and you're unrighteous. But, but he'll save you for he. The father sent him the son who knew no sin to become righteous to become sin on our behalf he sent him who knew no sin to to become sin on our behalf that we might become the righteousness of god in him right that's what we're supposed to be telling people it's the gospel jesus died on the cross for our sins he was buried on the third day. He rose again. Hallelujah. And if we'll repent and we'll turn away from our sins and receive Jesus as Lord, he will give us righteousness. And these judgments that are just a shadow, a snapshot 
of the torment that's coming upon the earth and then the eternal torment in the lake of fire, we will escape those things by the forgiveness and grace and mercy of God. That's what we're supposed to be doing. And yes, there will be scoffers. There will be mockers. There in verse 10 here, Isaiah 26, let grace be shown to the wicked, yet he will not learn righteousness. In the land of uprightness, he will deal unjustly and will not behold the majesty of the Lord. He won't, he won't be given a, a spirit, a, a born-again spirit that can behold the glory of Jesus now, and he won't see him later but to hear, depart from me when he's thrown into hell. Why? Because grace, the goodness of the Lord, is being shown to him as the judgments are on the earth and as, as, as grace and forgiveness is available to the wicked today. But no, they don't want that. They don't want the love of God. They, they mock at the love of God. They, they spit and scorn at the cross of Messiah Jesus, right? And so what will they get? They'll get judged eternally. Yes, this is the Lord's prophetic plan, folks. This is it. There's not a plan B. Look around you in the earth. Aren't the judgments of the Lord intensifying? So use this tool. And, and maybe you've listened today and you're not yet born again yourself. Maybe you're questioning, am I really saved? Know for sure that you're saved. Is your life changed? Is your heart changed? Do you want to seek the Lord in the morning? Do you think about Him laying in your bed at night? Do you think about righteousness? Come on. Get saved by Jesus and, 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 and warn others and preach the gospel in love. See others get saved by Jesus. Oh, Father in heaven. Bless every listener today. Thank you that your judgments are in the earth. Thank you for giving us this great tool, Bible prophecy, to share with others. Thank you, Father. Now, I pray, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name, that you will fill us with your spirit, that we might desire you in the night even more, and that, and that you would teach us how to seek after you in the morning, and that you would bind the demonic spirits that try to trouble our minds and our hearts in these hours these final hours, and teach us how to warn others about your righteous judgments in the earth. Yeah, and, and that we might be instruments of your grace to bring many to righteousness through the proclaiming of what you're doing in the earth today. Bless all of our listeners today, Father. We ask it in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I pray this message has blessed you today. I, I pray it equips you and, and prepares you for the days ahead. And I would ask that you would just consider uh, hearing from the Lord about partnering with this program. costs a lot of money to get this program uh, all over the earth. Uh, we're on Salem Radio Network in Houston, Texas, but we're also on the oneplace.com, which many are listening to now, and it's all over the world. We are listened to in over 120 countries, and, and we trust the Lord to raise people up to partner with us. Uh, listen to the contact information at the end of the program. You can do just that. Also, remember the Israel Protection Dog program. Go to watchtherefore.tv and check it out. Now, until we get together next time, don't forget to watch therefore. Why? Messiah Jesus is coming. When? He's coming any moment. Be ready. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O.
P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.